Throughout this season of Advent, we've been asking a question every week. What does it mean to be people who bring peace? Peace to ourselves, peace to our church. And this week, the question is peace for our community, for the people gathered closest around us. And our scripture reading this morning comes from Paul's letter to the Roman church, starting in chapter 12. He says to them, Let your love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them. Do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate yourself with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, you should feed them. If they are thirsty, you should give them something to drink, for by doing this you will keep burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, um, instead of a full-blown sermon this morning, I decided we have so many things happening that I would just give you a short reflection um, on something I've been thinking about this week, a way to bring peace in the communities I find myself in. And it came from a not wholly unexpected source, a Christmas song. There's plenty of those that we run into them in stores and on the radio and at home. I feel like we're just constantly in this sea of Christmas music during this season. And the song that came to mind for me was one off of um, the James Taylor Christmas album where he's like standing on the front holding a package with his little hat and his nice gray sweater looking very James Taylor-y. Um, and I got this album a few years ago because I like James Taylor, but also because he happens to sing my favorite Christmas hymn, which is In the Bleak Midwinter. It's a really lovely hymn. And so whenever I pull out this CD, I tend to listen to that song quite a bit. And because I'm listening to that song, I listen to the songs on either side of it pretty frequently as well as I'm flipping back and forth. And the song right before it, I expected that I would hate. Um, I am not a big fan of like when musicians try to create the next big new Christmas song. Like, oh yay, someone wrote a new song for Mariah Carey. That one's going to last with us for 50 years. Like, not a big fan of those usually. And so this song I thought I would hate because it was written especially for James Taylor. And I was like, okay, whatever. We're not going to listen to this in like another two years' time. But what's surprising to me is that out of all the songs on the CD, this is the song that I remember the most. And every Thanksgiving when we unpack our Christmas decorations and I pull out the CD, it's the one song I'm actually really excited to listen to. And it's called, Who Comes This Night? And it's sort of a Christmas song like you might expect. It tells the story of the nativity of Jesus born in the manger and all of that. But what's really different about it 
is that for the whole song, he never once sings or says the name Jesus. He doesn't say Jesus, he doesn't say Christ, he doesn't say the Messiah, he doesn't say the baby. Throughout the song, he calls Jesus the stranger. So the first line of the song reads, Who comes this night, this wintry night, as to the lowly manger? The shepherds and the kings did come to welcome in the stranger. And this song caught my ear, and it sort of sticks with me because to me, it's a reminder of what the seasons of Advent and Christmas are really actually supposed to be about. This is a time of year when Paul's advice to the church in Rome that we read, that we should, so far as it depends on us, live peaceably with one another, we should be living that advice that Paul is giving. And living peaceably, so far as Paul lays it out, means that we should extend hospitality to the stranger, that we should welcome the people around us, that we should rejoice with them and weep with them, even to those people who would cause us harm to our enemies, we should be offering them something to drink, something to eat. And that's not really a small task. Sometimes we think of our enemies as like people we don't really like, like maybe we should be nice to them. But when Paul is writing to the church in Rome, he's talking about people who are actively trying to go out and kill Christians. These are like for real enemies. And he's telling the church, you know, you should give them something to drink. You should give them something to eat. Welcome them, welcome them into your homes. Be hospitable to everyone. It's not really sort of the Norman Rockwell picture of Christmas, right? But contrary to Norman Rockwell and contrary to sort of popular opinion, Christmas is not a time for family and friends. In a very Christian sense, Christmas is a season for the stranger. Christmas is a time when this unknown couple wandered into a small town and they couldn't find a place to stay because they were strangers and no one knew them. Finally, they find shelter in this barn and while they're there, they have a baby. And they're so unknown that God actually has to send down angels to go and tell the shepherds in the field the news of this baby because no one else really cares about this strange couple who gave birth to a baby in a barn. And the only people who come that night to welcome this stranger, this new little baby, are those shepherds coming from the fields, covered in dust and sweat from a day's work. So when we hear the Christmas story, as the kids are going to come and present for us again this morning, I think it's good for us to be reminded and to try to remember what actually happened that day. That Jesus was a stranger, that he was literally born in a barn. Actually, at the time, it would have been sort of like a smelly, bacteria-ridden cave, more so than like a little barn structure like we might think. And because no one was willing to welcome his parents into their homes, he was there in a cave without the warmth of someone's fire, without the bread from their table, a stranger next to a cow. Now, this is the Christmas story that we celebrate, just this unknown baby. And this story, when we hear it about a stranger in a manger, it asks us a question, and I love this song because the song asks us that question. Who is going to come and welcome the stranger? And it sticks with me because it makes me start asking myself, what stranger have I welcomed 
in this season of Advent and Christmas? Who am I seeing the face of Christ in when I welcome them to my table and into my home? Now, like the people Paul was writing to 2,000 years ago or the shepherds who came to the manger, I still think today that the call of Christmas is that we welcome the stranger among us, that we offer them the bread and the wine of our own tables, that we are hospitable to all people who come to us, that we seek the face of Jesus in the face of someone who is unfamiliar, that we choose to promote peace in our own community so far as it depends on us by making sure that when we have the option, we are always going to choose welcome over fear and that we'll choose hospitality over comfort. So at the close of worship today, as we transition into the Christmas pageant portion, I'm actually going to play this song so that you guys can hear it. Um, Also, I think it's a great song, so we'll listen to it. And as you're listening to the words, I would invite you to ask yourself that question about this season of Advent and Christmas. Who in your community are you called to invite in in this season? And will you, will I, have the eyes to recognize Christ in the face of someone unfamiliar when we invite them to be a part of our community? Thanks be to God. Amen. Mm -hmm. 